one and welcome back sports fans it has come it has come ladies and gentlemen it is here ncaa march madness has descended upon us brad my faithful co-host the bracket is here 67 delicious college basketball games to come over the next month how excited are you how awesome is this time of year this is the best time of year if you're a sports fan. I mean, at least for me, MLS has come back. Now we're getting men's footy coming back as well. But then the best part of it all is March Madness. You get to fill out your brackets, fill out your fun ones, fill out your, your real ones. You get to, get to maybe pick a little tiny engine that could type of school to be your little upset team. So this is always a great time of year to be a sports fan, be able to fill out all these brackets. Oh, man, it, it is so much fun. Even if you know nothing about it, it is still a fun thing to do. But, sir, we are here to break down the 68-team bracket that was given to us yesterday. Really quickly, I look at it. I, I Before we dive into the individual matchups a little bit, I got to say this. There are a couple of regions that look absolutely outstandingly difficult like the midwest where kansas is the number one seed my god that is a gauntlet of teams that that's gonna whoever gets out of that one is going to have to earn that final four bid yeah one of the other things i'm really interested to see is whether or not we're going to see any double digit teams make it far i mean we we've seen several several teams over the last couple of years where they've been double digit seeds and then out of nowhere they storm home into the final four so the likes of UCLA last year when they were an 11 seed, Loyola Chicago a couple of years ago, and they were an 11 seed. Uh, the likes of Syracuse a couple of years ago as a 10, uh, and many other teams over the last couple of years that have really shown up at the right time and gotten hot at the right time and gone on to make some really incredible runs. And so I, I look at the likes of teams like potentially Loyola, like I said, as a 10 seed. Michigan is in as an 11. They, they ha- they've got quite a bit of losses, but you never know. Michigan has been known to get hot around this time. Virginia Tech's alone, another one. They're an 11 seed. They just won the ACC tournament, so they might be one to watch out. I like the Vermont Catamounts as well. I mean, I've, we, we've seen them over several tournaments maybe cause a little bit of an upset, so potentially look out for them to make something happen. So uh, as as much as we like to see all the, the crazy gauntlet type of, of regions that we like to see, it's always nice to see those little – little tiny schools make a little bit of a run. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at it the a delicious matchup only because I I've, I've watched both these teams a little bit this year and I cannot wait for it. This is a first round matchup I do not want to miss and that is Murray State 7 versus San Francisco 10 in the East region with the winner most likely looking at potentially playing Kentucky. That is a delicious delicious first round game when i saw that hit the bracket and i know you texted me because when the east region was about to go and i still saw san francisco still not in i was not a happy camper um and and brad can attest to this in the text message that i sent to him i'm like if san francisco doesn't make it into this tournament i'm going to be livid so to see them get a 10 seed get in the tournament and get an absolutely fantastic matchup i cannot wait for it but you know what sir it we we have to let's let's get into this last year we broke down every single game and it kind of went a little long so i think we're going to shorten it just the tiniest bit we're going to go region by region and we're going to say who are our four teams to get into the sweet 16 and kind of how they get there really quickly so since 
You are my lovely guest host. I think let's start with you. Let's start with the number one overall seed, Gonzaga Bulldogs region in the West. Who are your four teams getting to the Sweet 16, and how do they get there? Yeah, so I've got Gonzaga making it. I, I have them beating Georgia State, and then I have them getting past the Memphis Tigers, which I think will be a really interesting matchup. Them against Boise State to get to play Gonzaga. I, I do like Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Memphis uh, Tigers to get through there. UConn I like as a five over New Mexico State. But I like, like I was saying, you, you got to hop on board with a double-digit seed. And I'm hopping on the Vermont Catamounts to not only beat number four Arkansas, but get past number five UConn as well. And you, you got to You got to hop on one. So I'm, I'm going to hop on them to get to the sweet 16 to play Gonzaga. I like Texas tech and Alabama to get through Montana state and the play in winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame respectively. And then I like the, the old school kind of frustrating style of basketball that Texas tech plays. I, I'm going to like them to get past Alabama into the sweet 16 and I, I'm liking the fighting coach K's, the Duke Blue Devils getting past about past Cal State Fullerton. And I actually think Davidson's going to pull off a, a little bit of an upset against Michigan State. So I'm going to go with Davidson gets to play Duke. Duke ends up getting into the Sweet 16. Slav Gonzaga versus Vermont and Texas Tech versus Duke. Awesome. And I'll, I'll go through it. I'm, I'm kind of similar. Just, just there's only one difference between our, our, our four teams. I also have Gonzaga. I also have Texas tech and I have Duke, but I have Arkansas getting there. I think Arkansas knocks off Kansas, knocks off Vermont, but I think New Mexico state nips UConn. UConn has been kind of an iffy team a little bit at times this year in New Mexico state. The Aggies are always a tough test. They always come into the tournament. And as we always say, there is always a five, 12, upset every year there's always at least one and i went through this and most of the 512 matchups i like the five seeds i think they match up well this is the only one i'm a little iffy on so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull the trigger on this one and i'm gonna have new mexico state knock off yukon there i have boise state knocking off memphis memphis is an inconsistent team for me we'll have to see how this one goes this one is out west so it's gonna kind of even these teams out boise state should have a fan base there a little bit closer to home so i think they're gonna have a little bit of an advantage in that game so i'm gonna go with the, with the red raiders and then i have rutgers knocking off alabama i have rutgers winning their play-in game and the play-in teams always find a way to win a game at least one game in the tournament so i've got rutgers playing texas tech i've got rutgers knocking off alabama because bama is a team that maker breaks it from the three-point line and they are a team that tends to if they're not on they can be beat so and i like rutgers as tough defense they've got some skills some some scores there so i have rutgers there i agree with you i love davidson in that in that michigan state matchup michigan state is not playing good basketball right now the the, the early exit in the, the the upset i think really kind of set them up for good and then did not play well against purdue so i like davidson i think they're playing really good basketball they just got nipped by the richmond spiders so gonzaga versus arkansas and texas tech versus duke let's jump to the bottom part of the bracket to the east region that the number one seed in that region is baylor brad who do you got for your four in this region so in the shock of all shocks i'm going at baylor to win in the first round so uh, i'm gonna have baylor <laughs> getting past norfolk state uh north carolina over marquette i think that unc is just a little bit too good they've they've gotten 
run through the gauntlet of the ACC. They did very well getting into getting through several teams, including Mike Krzyzewski in his last game at Cameron. So I'm going to go Baylor versus North Carolina, and then I'm going to pick Baylor into the Sweet 16 there. I think they're just a little bit too strong for North Carolina. Got some interesting matchups here. So we've got St. Mary's versus a play-in winner, Wyoming versus Indiana. I'm going to go St. Mary's and UCLA to get through those two. And I'm going to go St. Mary's, actually. I think that, uh, like, you you know this very well since you watch a lot more West Coast Conference basketball than I do. But St. Mary's is a very strong team. They're they're very solid. They defeated Gonzaga this season. They, they've got a really good, solid group of players. So I'm going to go Baylor versus St. Mary's in the Sweet 16. And this is a little bit interesting. So I'm going to go with Virginia Tech over Texas, partially because Virginia Tech is on a roll. They they went through the ACC tournament and won the thing. Partially also because I'm still salty from last year that I put my faith in Texas against every fiber in my body. And of course, they go out round one. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and pull the plug on the Longhorns now. Uh, I'm going to go Purdue over Yale. And then I'm actually going to go with another upset here. I, I, I'm liking a little bit of chaos here. And I'm going to pick the Hokies to get over Purdue and into the Sweet 16. Wow. So I'm going to go the Hokies over Purdue and something that, that definitely will be a little bit of a controversial pick. But you know what? It's March. It's madness. It's chaos. You got to go with it. You got to embrace it. Um, and then this is what we were talking about earlier. Murray State versus San Francisco. Kentucky versus St. Peter's. I'm going to go Big Blue over St. Peter's into the next round. I'm going to go Murray State here. I think this is a really tough matchup. I think this is going to probably come down to the last bit, potentially even an overtime game. But I do like Murray State. They went through this season really, really well. They got 30-2 and on the year. They're averaging almost 80 points a game offensively while only allowing 62.3. I do think that San Francisco is a tough team to play against, but I think they're just going to be a little bit too little too late against Murray State. And then I'm going to go Kentucky over Murray State. I think that Kentucky is a really strong contender here. Uh, to get to the final four and do cause some really big damage. So I'm going to go Baylor, St. Mary's, Virginia Tech, and Kentucky in the Sweet 16. One, five, 11, and two. That is, that, that, that's, hey, that, that's throwing the dimes now. Um, anybody that's listened to this podcast, one of the things, and I, I know I'm going to get some, there might be some people that are going to give me crap because I talk so much. Uh, here's my, 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 my four, the get out is going to be Baylor. Indiana, who I think will knock off Wyoming and go on a little run here, the Purdue Boilermakers and the Kansas and, and Kentucky. With with me, I have Murray State knocking off San Francisco in one heck of a game. I think that's going to be a fantastic one. I agree with you. I think Virginia Tech has had, they're playing really good basketball right now with a nice little run in the ACC tournament. I like them over Texas here. Texas is a team that again I've I've had issues with this whole season. They just have not been playing the basketball. I think. They have they've wanted to play um, Purdue. I think Purdue beats Yale. Purdue's very, very good. I think they played really good basketball. I'm hoping Jordan Ivy is okay after a couple of falls in that Big Ten tournament. UCLA knocks off Akron. I think Indiana beats St. Mary's because it's an ugly matchup for St. Mary's with an athletic with an athletic big, and that's one of the things that the W that the that uh, Chet Holmgren with Gonzaga really kind of burned a little bit is that if they start getting into foul trouble, they're not deep with their bigs. The guard play is going to be fun because I think some of the guards for St. Mary's are going to give Indiana headaches, but it's kind of going to be reciprocated. I think Indiana gets that one, but that's going to be a really, really good game there. North Carolina beats, beats Marquette in a barn burner. Baylor, Baylor knocks off North Carolina. I have Indiana knocking off UCLA. UCLA has just, they're playing they're playing better 
but this, the, the mojo that they had from last year going into this season, I think it's waned as this season goes over. Who knows? Maybe UCLA goes on another run. But I like, I like the way Indiana was playing, even in that game against Iowa. A, a great shot there at the end kind of got Indiana in that one. So I like Indiana in the, in the, uh, in the, um, in this week 16 and a Purdue Kentucky match at the bottom that I cannot wait to talk about that one. Cause I think that one is going to be one heck of a game seeing the super bigs of Purdue take on the, the, the potential player of the year that Kentucky has. So all righty, let's jump to the other side of the bracket and to the number two overall and the South region that is number one by Arizona. And uh, I went through this and this one w- was interesting for me because there's a couple of games that I bounced back and forth with, especially listening to the bracketology coverage. I was very, very intrigued and almost took Chattanooga over Illinois in that first round game. But I just, I I like, I like Kofi Coburn. I think that's going to be good. So for me, my sweet 16 games are going to be, our teams are going to be Arizona who they win their first game and then knock off TCU who I think beats Seton Hall to get out of that section I think Houston beats UAB, Illinois beats Chattanooga, and I like Houston. Houston's physicality, I think, is going to give Illinois guards issues. So I like Houston getting out of that, getting a 1-5 matchup in the Sweet 16. I have Tennessee and Michigan knocking, winning both their games. I Michigan, Colorado State, that's a bad 11-6 matchup for Colorado State there. Michigan is a very athletic team. I think Michigan wins, but I think Tennessee knocks them off in the next round. Tennessee gets that third spot in the Sweet 16 and then Villanova knocking on, knocking, winning their game against Delaware. And I like Loyola. I like Loyola of Chicago against Ohio State. And then I like Loyola against Villanova. I think Loyola's ability, they have played so well in these tournaments. I like them. So I love this. this Arizona, Houston, Tennessee, and Loyola as the four teams coming out of the South. What, what, what do you think on this one? Exactly the same four, wow. uh, slightly different paths. So I'm going to go Arizona beats Seton Hall. I actually think Seton Hall will get over TCU. I think TCU is just a little bit inconsistent for me, but I do think they're going to be a tough matchup for Seton Hall. I like Houston. I went ahead and pulled the trigger on the mocks. I'm going with Chattanooga over Illinois. I think that Illinois is just kind of sputtering at the worst possible time. Uh, they they, they had a tough win against Iowa in the in the final regular season matchup, but then they completely sputtered in the tournament. So uh, I'm going to go with the Chattanooga Mocs getting over Illinois here, but I do think that Houston will be able to get over Chattanooga. So I'll go Arizona and Houston. And then, like you said, I, I was the exact same on the bottom half of the bracket. Michigan, Tennessee, Loyola, Villanova. And then I like Tennessee over Michigan and Loyola over Villanova. So awesome. uh, I will, I will go the exact same four as you in this region. Sweet. Like minds think alike. Let's jump down to the Midwest where I know you and I have a very close eye on it as our beloved Iowa Hawkeyes who won the big 10 championship and one heck of a tournament. I will give all due. That was one hell of a big 10 tournament and Iowa comes in very, very, very hot going into this tournament. We'll have to see how it goes. Kansas is the number one overall seed in this region. And here's how I see it coming. And it's going to be fun for this. I can't wait to see your reaction. I have Kansas getting out of the top part of the bracket with Kansas winning their first game, San Diego state knocking off Creighton and Kansas knocking off San Diego state in Iowa's region. I think Iowa has a little too much for Richmond, but I like South Dakota state 
They're a run-and-gun basketball team. They like to score the basketball. I think Providence hasn't faced a team like this. This team from the Summit League puts up points. They are very, very good offensively. Going to be a fun one. I like the Jackrabbits in this one. And in a scoring game, I think Iowa has a little too much offense for SDSU. And I have Iowa in the Sweet 16. Go down to the bottom. I have Wisconsin knocking off Colgate, LSU knocking off Iowa State, and Whiskey getting to the Sweet 16, beating LSU in the round of 32, USC beating Miami of Ohio, Auburn knocking off Jackson State, and Auburn beating USC to be Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Auburn as the four teams representing the Midwest in the Sweet 16. I'm on the jackrabbit train as well here. I think they knock off Providence in the first round. I do think they run into an Iowa team in the round of 32 that's getting hot at the right time. So Iowa through to the Sweet 16. I like Kansas over the play-in winner of Texas Southern versus Texas Tech Corpus Christi. And then I do like San Diego State as well over Creighton and Kansas beating the Aztecs to set up a matchup of two bullet trains that are getting hot at the right time, both Kansas and Iowa heading straight into a matchup. And and then I believe that, like you said, I think LSU and Wisconsin will both get out and Wisconsin will get through in Milwaukee with a bit of a home court advantage into the Sweet 16. I like, I like USC and Auburn in their first matchups, but I'm actually going to go USC over Auburn. Uh, I'm not entirely convinced with the way Auburn's been playing. And I, I think that USC has been known to cause two seeds trouble before. They did the exact same thing to the Hawkeyes last year. So I think that USC is going to be up for the challenge. And I think that they will knock Auburn off. So I've got Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Southern California. Awesome. 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 So that is our sweet 16 games. Let's do this again. Let's go game by game. Let's go game by game now with our sweet, with our sweet 16 games and get ourselves to the final four in each of the regions. Let's start again with the number one overall seed. If I remember correctly, we both, I think you have Zags versus Vermont and I have Zags versus Arkansas, correct? Okay, am I stretching too far to say that you're probably going to have Gonzaga knocking off Vermont and getting to the Elite Eight? I I am going to unfortunately take the Catamounts out in the round of 16, but I, I will go Gonzaga over Vermont. Yeah, I'm, if, if, if I get my wish and get Arkansas, I think this will be a heck of a game because I think a lot of people would want to see this Arkansas team that has knocked off Alabama and Auburn this season. So it'll definitely be um, definitely be a very interesting Um and it's very, 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 it'll be a fun game. I think Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga is playing really, really well, really good. I think their tests in the WCC uh, uh, conference tournament, I think will really get this team ready. I think Zags knocked this one off. And then I think we both have Texas Tech and Duke in the other matchup. Who do, who do you like in this one? I'm going to go farewell to Mike Krzyzewski, and I'm going with the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset here, but I, I do like I do like Texas Tech in this one. I think that they play a really frustrating type of basketball. I mean, in order to beat Texas Tech, I mean, you have to move the ball around the court very, very well, which, yes, Duke can do, but sometimes they can sputter when they're, when they're shooting the ball a lot, and Texas Tech does a really good job of holding teams to low field goal percentage. And so I think that Texas Tech is going to prove to be a really tough matchup for Duke. And I'm actually going to go with the Texas Tech Red Raiders being the final nail in the Coach K coffin. So it's that, for me, will set up Gonzaga versus Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. 
That's crazy. I have the same thing. I have the exact oh, same yeah. thing because for me, Duke is a team that I agree with what one, one of the broadcasters said is they show their youth in games and, and in a game where you get a tough physical defensive style of basketball that Texas Tech likes to play. This is the game where the youth may show. And and I, I love Duke. I think Duke is a very athletic team. I'd love to see a Duke and Zaga rematch in the, in the elite eight. I just think Texas Tech, if they get here, is is just such a foil to the way Duke wants to play basketball and, and the way they play defense. Then I think that's going to be a tough matchup for Duke to win. Texas Tech has a lot of experience. They have a lot of experienced players out there that know how to win. And, and I think that kind of like what you were saying, when that when when teams show their youth and they're they're not entirely used to playing fully focused, experienced type of basketball, the way Texas Tech plays, it can really get into them. And if you get into these teams' heads mentally early on, it's very tough to win. So I think it's going to be tough for Duke to win this one. And like like both of you and I said, Texas Tech versus Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. That'll be one heck of a matchup. Let's let's jump down to the bottom part of that particular bracket to the east, where I have Baylor and Indiana and Purdue and Kentucky. And for me, I think Baylor ends Indiana's nice little Cinderella run and gets to the Elite Eight. And for me, I have an upset here. I have Purdue and their height and length giving Kentucky fits. And I have the Boilers playing the Bears in the Elite Eight in the Eastern Region. Well, here is where we're going to differentiate. So my matchups are Baylor versus St. Mary's and Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. I'm going Kentucky to end the streak of Virginia Tech. I think that Kentucky is just going to be a little bit too athletic for them. And I think that Kentucky will get themselves into the Elite Eight. And our first one seed is going down, Donnie. I'm going with St. Mary's, the Gales, to trouble a struggling Baylor and to eliminate the defending national champions and send the Gales on to play the Cats in the Elite Eight, St. Mary's versus Kentucky. Wow! Yeah, I, I, there's a few there's a few WCC fans that are that are standing and clapping clapping for that particular. One of call, us has sir. to. Well, I I, lo- I love St. Mary's, but but if they get Indiana, that that is a difficult matchup. But I agree. I mean, St. Mary's is a much better basketball team. They took Wisconsin all the way to the wire in the, in the Maui Invitational in Vegas this last year. They're a very good ball club. Very well coached, very good defense. I, I, I could literally, as you're saying this, I can see them doing that. Like they, they give teams headaches because they play slow, but they play deliberate. They don't turn the ball over very often. It takes a lot to beat the St. Mary's team. St. Mary's and San Francisco, both two teams in the WCC, I think are are going to surprise some people in the national meet, surprise some people nationally with how good they really are. And I cannot wait to see that because maybe just maybe some of the, some of the, the, the knocks on Gonzaga may start to chip away a little bit because I, I think it's, it's disrespectful to the program that, that coach view has done at Gonzaga. Okay. Enough with Gonzaga and WCC TV from me here. Let's jump up to the South region where we have, where I, I, if I remember correctly, we have the same four teams, Arizona, Houston, yep. Tennessee, and Loyola. I have the Wildcats knocking off Houston in a barn burner. That'll be an absolutely fun seeing that one. But I just think the zone, Arizona's length and ability is going to be too much for Houston. And I have Tennessee knocking off Loyola Chicago and kind of a, a revenge game from a few seasons ago where Loyola knocked off Tennessee in one wild game. 
I, I just think Tennessee's playing really good basketball, and, and I really want to see how far this Vols team can go. So I have Arizona and Tennessee representing the South in the Elite Eight. Yeah, in the, in the battle between the Wildcats and the Cougars, the feline showdown in the Sweet 16, I'm, I'm going to go Arizona here as, as well, and I'm going to go Tennessee over Loyola. So uh, I, I think that Loyola, yes, they're, they're going to cause a little bit of headway and cause a little bit of upsets, but I, I do think it ends in the Sweet 16. I, I do like Tennessee. They, they had a really tough road in the conference through the SEC. It was really tough this year, so they've been battle-tested. I think that's going to bode well for them, and I think it's going to set up a one-versus-three matchup in the Elite Eight between Arizona and Tennessee. Yeah, that'll be a fascinating one. Let's jump down to the Midwest, where, again, we have a uh, a ton of – eyeballs on this one especially in the state that we are currently sitting in if kansas versus iowa and wisconsin versus usc for you and wisconsin versus auburn who do you what two teams find their way into the elite eight from the midwest region so i'll start with the wisconsin usc matchup i think that wisconsin's just going to be a little bit too much for usc i think that wisconsin's a really solid team kansas versus iowa donnie i i'm going to try and say this in as fair and as as a professional mindset as possible, Iowa upsets Kansas. I think that Iowa is just too hot right now. I think that not only is Keegan Murray, the superstar playing well, not only is Bohannon knocking down shots as he has all throughout his career, but you're seeing the entire team play well. You're seeing Chris Murray come in and make clutch shots time and time again. You're seeing both Patrick and Connor McCaffrey both providing depth, playing their roles well. Connor's starting to shoot fairly well for, for what he's been able to do over the course of his career. You're seeing the likes of Rebracha, who's doing well enough down low. I think that you're going to see everybody within this Iowa team show up and play their role and be able to rotate as players need rest. And I think that as a team, Iowa is just playing very well right now. They know how to get the job done. A lot of these guys have seen and felt March Madness heartbreak last year after losing the USC in round two. And I think that they're going to be hungry and ready to go against this Kansas team, who I think are going to be a very tough test. I think it's going to come down a lot like the Purdue game yesterday in the Big Ten Championship. I think that this is going to come down to the wire, but I do think that the Hawkeyes have enough to get it done. And I'm going to go with a Big Ten matchup between Iowa and Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. Wow, that that is an incredible call. I'm, I, I don't, I don't begrudge that that call. I, I'm going to go Kansas. I, I think Kansas has a lot of athleticism, and, and I think some of the places. It's such going, a tough one to call because well, both it, of these teams are going in very, very hot. I mean, they both won their conference. They're both yeah. set up very well to succeed. I mean, these mm-hmm. two teams are both very, very tough. And if the Hawkeyes were to lose to Kansas, I mean, that's no, that's no nothing to hang your hat to hang your head about well and the one thing that i i loved i love seeing was and this was supposed to be a down year after you lose guard you lose garza to the nba you lose wees camp to the nba you lose jack nungy to transfer to xavier i mean this is frederick to transfer cj well. frederick to kentucky who yeah so that how crazy has this iowa team been i mean i i don't begrudge you for this pick in fact i pry i know i think you'd send me a text message that one of the national guys had iowa getting all the way to the final four 
So I mean, it just shows you if, if you get hot at the right time. I mean, I think we all remember UConn from a few years ago. There was a seven seat, won a national championship. Syracuse the one year wins the Big East tournament in a nutty Big East tournament. And it goes all the way on to win the national championship. Michigan just a couple of years ago. Exactly. So there, there are times when winning your conference tournament can propel you into a national championship run for me i like this iowa team but i'm just worried is the steam going to run out because these guys are playing on a ton of emotion through that big 10 tournament there is the little bit there is the little bit of a of a few days off which i think will be good but this will be a fun one especially considering this will be in chicago illinois if this game happens it is going to be 50-50 as much as possible. Iowa fans will show up in Chicago if they get this far. It's not going to be big blue of Kansas taking over most of that. It is going to be 50-50 Iowa to Kansas, I can guarantee you. And it's going to be a spectacular, spectacular game of basketball and a great atmosphere. I hope it happens because I think it would be magnificent. I, I have Kansas, but. There, there was a part of me that really liked Iowa in this game because I thought the matchup was really, really good, especially with the Murray twins being a matchup nightmare for most teams. Um, and I have whiskey knocking off Alabama. I think Wisconsin is always a tough team. Bama, uh, Auburn, sorry, not Alabama, wrong school. Sorry, Auburn fans. Same state. Same state, same state, different school. Um, I just, Auburn is built so much for the three-point shot. And if it's not falling and Wisconsin plays good defense, they've got some really good, really good athleticism and length. I think Whiskey wins this, but that's going to be another barn. The Midwest could be two absolutely fantastic games to get to the Elite Eight. So I have Kansas and Wisconsin heading to the Midwest championship. Let's go through each of the championships. Now jump back to the West. We both have Gonzaga, Texas tech. Who do you got representing the West in the final four? It's Gonzaga for me, Donnie. I think that this is a team that is built to win that is built. Well, I think they're going to be kind of like what I was talking about Iowa. I think that they're going to remember a lot of them are going to remember how close they were to the national title last year. I think that Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren as the bigs are going to be really, really effective. I think that they know how to grind grind wins out, especially like we were saying against against the Texas Tech team that's very experienced in their own right. I think that Gonzaga is really equipped well to win this game. I think it's going to be tough because Texas Tech just plays that way. They're, they're always a tough team to beat. But I, I do like Gonzaga in this one. I'll go and Gonzaga is, into the Final Four. And this is a rematch from earlier in the season where Gonzaga beat Texas Tech in Phoenix by 15. So this is this is not going to be an easy matchup. Second time playing, I think Tech is playing much better basketball than they did when they met each other in early November. So that'll be a fantastic, if that happens, a fantastic rematch for the Red Raiders to try to get some some redemption. Let's jump down to the Eastern bracket where I have Baylor versus Purdue. And I believe you have St. Mary's versus Kentucky. That's right. All right. Who do you have playing Gonzaga in the final four in New Orleans? I've got Kentucky. Uh, I think that the St. Mary's played well to get to this point. I think it's just going to run out of the end. Sorry to WCC TV, but uh, I I do believe that (laughs) Kentucky's playing well. I think that, it, they're, they're a really hard-nosed team. They, they, they play very, very well. I think that this matchup would prove well for Kentucky. I think uh, similar to what I've been saying about a couple of these, I think it's going to come down to the end. I think that St. Mary's is going to be in it for the long haul. I think they're going to be a tough matchup for Kentucky, but I do think that Kentucky will get that matchup with Gonzaga in the Final Four. 
That'll be that'll be a barn burner if that does happen. For me, I've got the same part of the bracket being the winner, and I've got Purdue knocking off Baylor. I think Purdue's length and athletic ability, Jordan Ivy, is a matchup nightmare. No matter who you put on him, he's got an advantage in some way. I loved the way they played Iowa in that Big Ten championship game. I thought that was a fantastic game. I like Purdue in this one. I, Baylor, again, has been inconsistent. I think Baylor's one of those one seeds, I think, after the first round game in the 16th seed against Norfolk state, I think they're going to scrape to win every game. I think most of the teams that they're going to play are going to be pretty physically even with them. And I think Baylor's just going to run out of steam. UNC is going to take a few punches at them. Indiana in my bracket, at least I think it's going to take a few punches into them. And I think Purdue's going to be the one that's going to benefit from it and get through. So I have Gonzaga Purdue in one side of the final four. Let's jump to the other side, the South. We both have Arizona and Tennessee, and as much as I like the Wildcats, I think they're young. I like Tennessee to get to the final four here. A little bit of a, a little bit of a change. I think a lot of people would see Arizona getting out of this region, but I like Tennessee. I, I like the way they were playing in the SEC in the SEC tournament this year. I think they're playing really good basketball. And Arizona, there's just something about the way they've ended this year that I'm I they get through the big 10, they get through the PAC 12 tournament. I don't think it was as difficult a tournament as some. So we'll have to see where, how their little run there gets them. But I like Tennessee. I like, we we've got a little bit of variation going on. You got, you love to see a little bit, a little bit of chaos. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona here. I, I think that they're just going to be a little bit too strong. I think that their body of work over the course of the season has proven very, very well for them. Uh, I think that their, their offense is just going to be a little bit too much for Tennessee. I, I think that I think the Wildcats are going to be able to get through this one. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough, but I think that Arizona is going to get off to a fast start, and then it's going to be a little bit too much for Tennessee to overcome. So I'll go Arizona into the Final Four out of the South Region. All right, Midwest Region, Midwest Region. We have a, a Big Ten matchup in yours with Iowa and Wisconsin, and Kansas versus Wisconsin on my side. Who's repping the Midwest in the Final Four in New Orleans? I'm keeping the train rolling. <laughs> I, I, I am going for it. I, I think that Iowa right now, like I was saying, they're they're playing well as a unit. They're not just getting production from one guy. I, I think that this team as a whole is set up for success. And I think that they've they've played Wisconsin enough over the course of the season to know how to play against them. Likewise with Wisconsin against Iowa. I think that this is going to be an absolute barn burner. I think it's going to be a tough physical big 10 style game but i think that iowa just has enough and in this in this particular matchup if things go the way i think that they are i think the hawks have enough to make it out of this region and i think that the the black and gold armies and travel to chicago well as will the will the red of wisconsin i think that the hawks have enough to do it i'm gonna go the iowa hawkeyes into the final four against arizona all right, like the East region, I agree with you from where the where the region champion is going to come from, but just a little bit different. I've got Kansas knocking off Wisconsin. I think Kansas's athleticism, at least in my bracket, Kansas's athleticism is going to give Wisconsin headaches. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Whiskey. Whiskey's always a good team. They're always tough, but if you get just the right amount of athleticism against them, sometimes you can overwhelm them. I think so I whoever Kansas. gets, if it ends up being a Kansas versus Iowa matchup in the Sweet 16, I think whoever wins that will end up getting to the Final Four just because both of those two are just so tough and so hot at the moment mm -hmm. that the winner of that game, whoever it may be, whether it's Kansas or whether it's Iowa, I think that as long as those two teams get to the sweet 16 and play each other, 
I think that one of those teams will end up getting to the final four. But I do think for me, at least it'll be Iowa. Yeah, I, I think it'll be very, very fascinating. So we have gotten to it. The final fours are down to it. Let's go. For, let's, let's go. Each, each one, final four matchups. And who's in the national championship? We'll each do it. And then we'll say each who's going to raise the banner and win a national championship. Brad, you are my co-host. I'll let you go first. On your side, if I remember correctly, you have Gonzaga versus Kentucky and Arizona versus Iowa. Who are the two teams playing in the national championship? So do you want me to say who I've got in the national championship and who's going to win it? Or do you want me to just say who I've got in the national championship? Let's just, let's just, we'll break down the first two games and then we'll break down a national championship. I've got Gonzaga over Kentucky. I I think that the the star power on Gonzaga is going to be a little bit too much for Kentucky. I think it's going to be a great game, uh, but I do like Gonzaga in that matchup. And then unfortunately, I think Iowa's Iowa's hot streak is going to run out in New Orleans. I'm going to go with Arizona over Iowa and set up a matchup between the two overall number ones with Gonzaga versus Arizona, similar to last year where we've got the top two overall, but I like Gonzaga and Arizona making it to the national championship. Uh, that'll, that'll be fantastic because the West coast will finally get a national championship for the first time since Arizona in, in a long, long time, at least with that one. I'm, I'm with you on Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga knocks off Purdue in mine. I, I think Gonzaga's, Chet Holmgren is going to give their big some issues, but I think that's going to be a back and forth game that it's really going to depend on the guard play and Gonzaga's guards have grown up and started playing much better. But I think that's going to be a fantastic game seeing seven foot four Zach Eady with his girth versus seven foot one unicorn athletically abilities of Chet Holmgren. I, I really want to see this matchup because I think it'd be a, a, a dandy. I think Gonzaga can score just enough to give Purdue headaches, just like Iowa did. So I think Gonzaga, the Zags get there and I have Kansas knocking off Tennessee. I think KU's playing really, really good basketball. Like, like you said, that they, they, they're one of the hottest teams next to Iowa. And I think Kansas has just got a little too much for Tennessee offensively. And it'll be a fascinating game. So I have Gonzaga, Kansas national championship game. So you, sir, you have Kansas, you have Arizona and you have Gonzaga. Who's raising the national championship trophy in new Orleans. They were one step short last year. I think they're going to get over the hump this year. I'm going to go Gonzaga over Arizona and my tiebreaker for the ESPN bracket challenge. I've got 72 to 64. I think it's going to be a tough one. I I think Gonzaga is going to do well to start the game. uh, Contrary to what they did last year when they allowed Baylor to get a sprinting start out of the gate. I think that they're going to know how to to defend to start and they're going to be able to, to start much better than they did last year. And I think that as the game goes on, I think that Gonzaga's athleticism and their shot-making ability is just going to prove to be a little bit too much for the for the Wildcats. And I'm going to go the Bulldogs, Gonzaga Bulldogs, by 72 to 64, winning the national championship. Crazy. Um, I am with you. I, I do have the Zags winning the national championship, beating Kansas. And I think what is going to be a fantastic game that's going to be high scoring, it's going to be back and forth. And the Zags beating Kansas 85-80 in an absolute barn burner in New Orleans. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Coach Few, I hope, finally, finally gets that elusive national championship to put on his mantle after everything that's happened over the last couple of years. Hey, that, that coach deserves it. I, I really hope this happens, but it's going to be a fantastic tournament. And, and this is one of those where we, we can tip it all we want. We can look at these on paper, but the NCAA tournament is 
always going to throw us some crazy curveballs. It's always going to throw us some fun. So I, I, I want to know this, Brad, before, before we sign off for this episode, what's your great, what's your craziest thing you could possibly see happen in this tournament this year? Well, I, I think the, the craziest thing for me is always going to be what's the highest seed left. I mean, once we get to like the, the sweet 16 elite eight final four, who's going to be that really, really high seeded team left. I mean, I mean, it, looking at it from my, from my point of view, I mean, I had a 13 seed from the West an 11 seed from the East, a 10 seed from the South, all making it to the sweet 16. But then I have all of those high seeded teams losing in the sweet 16 and not making it to the elite eight. So there, there's always going to be chaos, but just how much chaos is always the question. Um, and if you, if you really want chaos, uh, I would direct you to my coin flip bracket that I do every year. I always do a coin flip bracket where I literally just do a coin flip for every single game of the tournament. And uh, I'll just go ahead and take you all the way up to the Elite Eight here. So I end up having Gonzaga Duke in the, in the West. The East region, I've got Akron versus San Francisco. <laughs> the South, I've got Chattanooga versus Longwood. The Midwest, I've got Iowa versus Colgate. My final four is Gonzaga, Akron, Chattanooga, Colgate. Akron versus Chattanooga in the national championship in a 13 v 13 matchup and Akron winning the national championship of my coin flip bracket. So if you want to talk about chaos, that that's part of the part of the fun of March madness is that you can make so many different brackets with like going like with a certain color or a certain mascot or, or coin flips like I'm doing. So you can make your own chaos. I mean, that's part of the fun of March Madness is you can kind of manipulate things a little bit and make them so that they're funny and, and kind of cool to the point where you start following a certain, a certain team that you would never have thought of doing. And so we'll, we'll just have to see for me, at least how the Akron zips go, even though I've got them losing round one in my, in my real bracket. (laughs) Uh, it'll be interesting for me. My bold prediction, my, my bold prediction. I keep, I always, I always like seeing this is who's the first, who's the first one to fall because very rarely do all four one seeds get to the national championship. And I think last year when, when we did this, I think most people, when, when they were predicting this did not see Illinois being the first one seed to fall in the second round against Loyola Chicago. So my, my thing I always look forward to is who's the first one to fall and when, do they fall early, like the Sweet Sixteen before the Sweet Sixteen, or do they fall later? Because as the as the rounds go, the games get more and more difficult and get tougher and tougher. And, and that's always the most interesting is to see the shock when a one seed goes down. And and you've got some one seeds this year in, in, in Baylor. You got a one seed in Baylor that I think a lot of people are not high on, especially in their region when you've got Purdue, you've got Kentucky, you've got St. Mary's, you've got Indiana, you've got North Carolina as their potential second round matchup. I, I mean, if I'm ba- if I'm Baylor, yes, you won a national championship, but this is not the same team as you had last year. There's much more vulnerability in this Baylor lo- lineup. And then I look at Kansas. Kansas is a super hot team, but again, how do you handle that? Do you, do you go into the tournament and, and have a really good game against a 16 and then have an iffy game in your eight, eight, nine matchup potentially. So, and then, and then I'll even say it as a Gonzaga fan, th- this bracket scares me as a Gonzaga fan, because it's got the two teams that beat them in non-conference play in Alabama and Duke. 
You've got a Texas Tech team who they played earlier in the season, who I think is a much better basketball team than they were at the start of the year. An Arkansas team that knocked off Alabama and Auburn with a potential Sweet 16 matchup there. Gonzaga is going to have to earn getting to the national championship game this year out of their region because it is not an easy test no matter who they get each round. So they're going to earn it if they get there, which I think they have a good shot. I I think they've got the roster to do it, especially Chet Holmgren playing much, much better basketball than he did earlier in the season. But it's going to be fascinating. And Arizona, how do they handle how does Tommy Lloyd handle his first NCAA tournament as the, at the helm of a very, very good Arizona basketball team in a region that I think looks good till the sweet 16. And then he starts getting some difficult opponents. I, I think Arizona gets to the sweet 16. It's the Houston, Illinois potential matchup, maybe Chattanooga, depending on how things go. And then, I mean, Loyola, Michigan, Nova, I mean, Tennessee, any of those matchups, they're not going to be easy for, for Arizona potentially in the elite eight. So that's, that's a fun one there. So I'm, I'm super excited for this because I agree the way college basketball has been this year, you could see all four number one seeds done before the sweet 16. That's how even this year has been. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. Even if my bracket busts early, it's going to be a fantastic because there are some good basketball teams in this tournament. I cannot wait for it. And the first game is 24 hours from when we are talking right now. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what's really funny is that looking at bracket casts and kind of, it goes in order of the games as they're played and looking at the first three, I've got the lower seed in all three of those Michigan over Colorado state, South Dakota state over Providence, Memphis over Boise state. So I mean, quite frankly, my bracket could be busted game one mm-hmm. and or, or two or three or whatever. So it, it's, it's always kind of fun to see how far along you can get before it busts. I mean, everyone's is going to bust at some point. It's always just a matter of how long can you go before it busts. So yep. it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be quite fantastic. Well, Brad, I think that is going to do it for our amazing college basketball bracket reveal. The women's bracket will be interesting. I know in our later episodes, I would also like to talk about the women's tournament because we also have a dog in the fight in there is our Iowa women are a two seed in the number one overall seeds region of South Carolina. It'll be fantastic to see how the Lady Hawks go about in their tournament. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be fantastic, but we we won't go through that one as much. I I think we've done a lot here, but we will talk about the women's tournament just as much because I think Caitlin Clark deserves a little bit of talk with her season, the way it is. And yes, we're Iowa fans. So we're going to talk about it, uh, especially a little bit when it comes on. And I loved that both tournament brackets came out yesterday. I thought that was fantastic. That was absolutely great. Capitalize on the madness that is the bracket day. I thought that was very well done by ESPN and CBS combining those two bracket reveals. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be very interesting to see how that all goes. I know my brother's a student up at Iowa at the moment, so he's already got his tickets lined up for, for the first game. So he'll be there supporting the Hawkeyes. I'll be watching on TV once, once work gets out and all that. So it's going to be very fun to watch that. And that's another team in the Hawkeyes that, get on their day they can beat anybody in the country so it'll be very interesting to see if they can go on a bit of a run and potentially match up with iowa state as well they're in the same quadrant 
So we could end up seeing the Iowa Iowa State rematch in a and a little little bit game. little bit of revenge on the the mind of the Hawkeyes. <laughs> I think that if it gets to that point, I think all hell's gonna break loose in our state. That's gonna be a sweet sixteen game if it happens, and if it does, man, this whatever arena I think I, I can't remember where they're playing. I can't remember where their region's at. I'd have to go double check and look it. But I mean. I, Iowa people will descend upon that place. Even it, it will be fantastic to see it. it. It'll be, it'll be a light here. I, I hope it happens. We'll have to see the women's tournament. Sometimes is a little more predictable, but over the last couple of years, you started seeing more and more upsets, which I think is great for the women's game, especially. So it'll be fantastic. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been our bracket breakdown episode keep an eye out we will be back very soon as we will be recording an afl men's competition preview as on wednesday which is two days from recording now is the first game of the men's competition so footy galore over the weekend and as we kind of said an amazing sports weekend for yours truly and our beloved co-host as women's aflw finals Men's competition starts this week. Both men's and women's college basketball tournament gets started. I'm not going to have enough time in the world to be able to see all of this, but I'm going to try my hardest to do it. Brad, an awesome conversation, sir. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going to have to catch up on my sleep here because getting ready for this upcoming week, we got, we got Sydney Swans playing at 1:10 central time, 1:10 a.m over here in the state so it'll be a it'll be an interesting sleep schedule this week to prepare for that and then getting ready hopefully we'll be able to get off of work in time to be able to watch the hawkeyes in both the men's and women's brackets play their first game of the tournament so i'll have to be be good at work this week and then maybe my my, my bosses will let me leave a little bit early to catch that hawkeye game but it, it's going to be a very very fun weekend and then next week i mean it's going to be even crazier. Our, our local soccer teams kicks off in the U.S. Open Cup. And then we're going to have World Cup qualifiers, Donnie. It's going to be USA-Mexico at Azteca. So we've got insane sports going left and right and center coming up these next two weeks. It's going to be hectic. March Madness is not just for basketball. It is sport in general, especially over here in the States. That is going to do it for our bracket breakdown. And a real quick, keep an eye out. Like I said, tomorrow, AFL men's competition season preview coming to your ears. Thank you again for listening. We will be back again very soon.